Join me, Anna, along with Cassie and EJ on the Soulful Reawakening podcast. Listen to our honest, open conversations about topics that will help nourish your mind, strengthen your body and awaken your soul. Do you ever find yourself struggling under the weight of life or wondering if you were meant for more? We're thrilled to have you here and look forward to sharing value that helps to unlock and fuel your true potential. All right. So we've just just been chatting, haven't we, EJ, about ebb and flow. (laughs) Ebb and flow of love. And I picked up a card deck called the Divine Feminine oracle and this is one that I particularly use um when I'm recognizing that I there's a there's a, a little bit of space or a little bit of room maybe for me to allow my divine feminine to come in which you know I have typically been quite resistant to of the past because you know being brought up being very logical and very action focused etc I forget sometimes to kind of tap into intuition I suppose um, when it comes to you know my own creations and things I've been very focused on creating outcomes so I found this card deck really really helpful so let's 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 have a look I have just shuffled let me just shuffle whilst you're doing that it's probably good just to let everyone know that it's just the two of us today isn't it Anna is away (laughs) on holiday um but we don't want to stop the content because there are going to be opportunities or moments when not all three of us are here but there's still a lot of topics that we kind of want to cover so um yeah hopefully um Anna can join us on the next one but there are going to be times where it will just be two two rather than the the magic trio hey awesome all righty I've got three piles in front of me we have my left the middle and my right so choose one pack I'm gonna go middle please middle amazing because I'm on the fence today I'm feeling on the fence (laughs) all right so give me a number between one and 15 Uh, 11 okay 7 8 9 10 11 okay card number 11 is Lilius the first woman and the description here is I am the voice of my body and soul I choose the life that I desire to live wow I'll just show a little picture there on the video oh wow We'll take a picture and I'll add it into the show notes as well. Yeah. So the first woman on the voice of my body and soul, and I choose the life that I desire to live. I think this is a really interesting one, actually, and particularly during these kind of times that, you know, everybody's experiencing all sorts of things coming up to, you know, perhaps deal with whether it be challenges or we were talking about the ebbs and flows yes we were many are experiencing ebbs and if we think certainly I don't know about you EJ but from my own experience thinking about 
the ebbs that I've experienced from the place of, you know, being a woman with all sorts of different hats that I wear with all sorts of different expectations mm-hmm. I have on myself rather okay. than choosing to live the life that we desire to live sometimes sounds like an idealistic thing it can feel like it's idealistic yeah yeah life we live particularly when we have all these different responsibilities and however we choose to identify ourselves there could be all sorts in this but I think ultimately if I think certainly for me and certainly for the people I've worked with in the past and present Everybody I've worked with has had a desire on some level to be free to be themselves, which includes choosing to live the life that they want to live unapologetically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting because I would say a similar thing. Um, Obviously, a lot of the people that I work with are new mums or have Mm. been mums for maybe, you know, less than a year. Mm -hmm. And they can feel quite torn it's like that imposter syndrome again of you know who am I what am I doing what is my purpose Mm. so a lot of the work we do or I do not you know from a personal training point of view is around mindset as opposed to let's go lift some weights and go for a run um so that's really really yeah it's really interesting that we're going to get to cover this today excited I'm excited too. I am really, really excited. I'm just having a little flick through because, you know, when we get, when we open up these card decks, we also get these lovely little books as well, which sometimes I find it helpful to just have a little look to see what's in there too. But although I, I do think it's fairly self-explanatory, I just want to see if there's another perspective that is kind of brought into this. Okay. But what I'm also thinking here is it is that, you know, choosing the life that we desire to live. I am the voice of my body and soul. For me, that is about that is also about is your beingness. It's 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 almost like. How is it's owning? It's, uh, I'm watching the words that I'm use here because sometimes I feel a lot of these words that I'm about to share are banded about quite a bit. OK, um, it is about using our personal power it's about feeling powerful it's about it's not being overpowering but it's about Mm -hmm. being empowered it's about you know owning our sovereignty our we are so much more than we believe ourselves to be okay yeah yeah and I think that does definitely feed into what you were saying around mindset because mindset's a big thing isn't it yeah also not the minds we're so much more than that as well yeah mm-hmm. yeah those limiting beliefs that we've spoken about you know very early on you know before we kind of thought about recording what yeah. we talk about as a podcast limiting beliefs was one thing that all three of us picked up on that um it's just prevalent in women not only the women that we you know we help that we coach that we deal with but also just women as a whole that limiting belief not feeling that we deserve or not not being able to use our own mind to create the path that we we desire the most or having those thoughts but hushing them away you know brushing them under the carpet because I'm a woman and I shouldn't you know I shouldn't be or I couldn't I couldn't possibly manage that 
Yeah. <clears throat> it is definitely those limitations that, and I, th I think they're very much kind of um, grounded in, um, you know, societal conditioning and family conditioning as well. Yeah. You know, that it's almost, it almost, it almost brings about, and I have observed this in places, and there have been times actually when I've also felt it, felt it myself, and it's like, who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of catch catch yourself off guard. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah. You you come up with inspired ideas and this, that, and the other. And that's when you know, you know that that is perfect for you because mm. of the way that it's come about and you feel about it. And it's it is so it's so welcoming. And we feel a yearning and a you know, gosh, that that is just like um, you know, fitting into a, a jacket that has been tailor made for you specifically. But then the little mind comes in and starts. I I know when I work with clients on things like this, I talk about the puppy. The puppy enters the room. You know, what puppies are like if you've had a puppy and you know they're only weeks old. Well, they end up pooing everywhere, don't they? So it's like yeah. the voice in your head acts like the puppy that just poos all over your ideas. And inspirations. <laughs> I love that analogy. That's great. Yeah. That's really good. And sometimes it's really stinky and messy and it takes you to a place that really is unhelpful. But actually, when you learn to tame the puppy in your mind, mm -hmm. it's so much fun. <laughs> what a great little tool for people to use there. Yeah. Yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. So when you think about, you know, being the voice of your body and your soul and choosing the life that you desire to live, what comes up for you? I guess personally, but then also from your professional perspective as well with the specialist training that you do with women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd love to know okay. a little bit more about your perspective there. This is twofold. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for me, um, like you touched on at the very beginning, I've always felt that, not that I've got a higher purpose necessarily, but there's always just been something in the back of my mind from maybe 13 or 14 years old where I've thought sometimes there's got to be more to life. Like there's got to be more for me out there. There's got, you know, there's just, you know, that kind of niggling feeling in the back of your mind that, this can't possibly be it. Like you feel, but again, you kind of suppress those feelings because we're all kept in a box. And, you know, much as you were talking before we, we decided to record, um, you yeah, you're put in a box and this is how you should behave. And these are the ideas that you should form. And a lot of that comes through school. I think you can't, everyone has to do the same thing. Mm. And if you are a little bit out there or right wing, or, you know, you, there's something quirky about you, it's almost frowned upon not only by staff but also your peers so you do very much feel like you sort of suppress or I did I felt like I really suppressed who I was until I went off to university and then it was almost like this opportunity to recreate EJ recreate the 2.0 version of actually who I felt I was um, and be a bit more free and not care so much what other people thought so from that sense I think I've always felt a bit of a disconnect between my body and my soul because it just I don't know it just doesn't it feels like there's not quite the right connection or there's you know there is a connection but there's a diversion first it feels like there's like this filter 
mm. before I just let myself do something or say something and kind of follow I'd say my gut my gut would be what I would say my soul is mm. um <clears throat> always kind of second guessing or overthinking and again I know that with a lot of my clients this is one real stumbling block is that feeling of suppressing yourself or suppressing who you really feel you are for such a long time when you try and let a little bit out it's almost like <laughs> you know those foghorns even if you just press them really gently they make a really loud sound it's like you're just kind of eking out all of a sudden like this oh, um oh, I can't really like a jack-in-the-box you're just winding up and winding up and then all of a sudden it all comes out Yes, it's like letting releasing that little bit of tension on the tire, you know, the uh, the air pressure on your tires or something like that. Mm. And it feels like you have to quickly hide back away. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or no, that's that's too big a dream. Um. So for me, when I work with clients, it's kind of getting them to not be realistic to begin with. Like, what's your big, hairy, scary goal? Or if you could achieve, I don't, like, if you could do, wave a magic wand over it, what would be, you know, what is that goal? And then they kind of, you know, they start to dream and they start to imagine and you can see them gaining traction and really enjoying the thought of, wow, that could be me. And then they, like, they'll almost stop themselves in their tracks. And, oh, but, you know, that's not realistic. So... I'd just like to lose a stone at some point kind of thing. Like, you know, because we're talking about very physical goals sometimes. Yes. Um, and actually it's like, well, why can't you get to where you think you want to go, but you think it's unachievable? It's like we're kind of second guessing ourselves before we even give it a chance. So, yeah, one of the first things I do with clients is goal sets, but not to be realistic to, you know, what would your absolute dream be? okay now let's break it down into sizable chunks because otherwise it does feel too scary and unachievable yeah. yeah um and it's just kind of and it's understanding that it's nurturing the daily habits mm. one or two at a time not all of them at once because again when it comes to weight loss or weight gain or body transformation it's not a case of well I'm going to get there just like that you have to be really disciplined you have to be consistent it's that compound effect um I'm not a trainer who promises results in eight weeks and I've had a few people come to me who have said yeah I just, I just want to trim down for Magaluf this summer and I've said you know unfortunately I'm not the trainer for you because that's not what I'm about I'm very much more about the lifestyle change and the whole holistic approach it's not just exercising but it's your nutrition it's making sure that you're sound of mind and you are listening to those voices in your head and listening to your body as well because I think as women again like we talked about that real like masculine feminine um <clears throat> conflict is the word I'm going to use because that's how it feels for me um you know we decide on a goal and we think we have to constantly be plowing right towards it whereas it's so it, again it's the ebbs and flows it's you know some weeks and, you know, if we take the menstrual cycle as the main difference between men and women when it comes to training, you know, women are not going to be able to function at full level the whole month. It's just not physically possible, you know. And the more I've learned about that and the more I've taught my clients about how to track their cycle and understand what's happening at different phases, it just means that we can get the very best out of them. Um, but it is 
honoring the times where you do feel a bit more feminine and a bit more vulnerable perhaps and not as able to say lift as much weight or have the willpower to turn down the cake or whatever that might be which are not weaknesses in my opinion that's just the you know our bodies have certain needs that are different to men's Mm. um and I kind of it kind of then ties into you know when we do the goal setting what what is the very best version of you what does that look like what do you desire to be who do you desire to be and again it's not always about what we look like it's how we feel in ourselves and I don't know if I've spoken to you and Anna about this before but there is um there's a plastic surgeon called Maxwell Maltz who's written lots of different books but one that particularly comes to mind when I talk about this sort of stuff is um psychocybernetics oh yes I've read that book yeah um so just really quickly for those listening if you haven't heard of it or heard of him he's a plastic surgeon that works in the US um and he's you know he's operated on hundreds of thousands of people they spend millions of pounds a year trying to you know nip here tuck there change how they look physically from the outside and even he kind of says you know people will just continue to get work done thinking it will help them like what they see in the mirror and it won't it really has to start from within the brain and changing their mindset about how they look on how they perceive themselves mm. um so that's where a lot of my work kind of yeah that's where I really find the the benefits of spending time with clients working on that is their mindset around what they want and what's achievable or what they think is unachievable and mm. and kind of breaking down the barriers that they've put up for themselves in terms of how they look and feel yeah and I would say that is very reflective of me as a person as well if I were to be my own client I'm exactly the same as <laughs> everyone that I coach which is probably why they are all kind of drawn to me I guess um but yeah it's it's definitely a work in progress yeah amazing 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 and everything you know everything that you've just said resonates so 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 well and and you know overlaps as well a bit about you know if I think from a client perspective overlaps you know with with um, some of the work that I do when I work with people as well and you know as with all of these things you know it's at the end of the day it's so incredibly important for us to really truly know who we are mm-hmm. and we, that doesn't mean that we have to know all the ins and outs and know everything yeah but just really from the essence at the core the core of who we really are and when we grow up in the world that we grow up in particularly in this western world you know there's there's so many things that influence who we are and how we grow up and and very much the focus is on having all these things and therefore doing all these things so we can have all these things yeah and maybe when I do all that, when maybe when I have this, so, you know, thinking perhaps some of your clients might think, okay, so maybe when I've lost two stone, then I will be happy. <laughs> classic. Yeah. 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 Because I've, I've thought that myself. I've even, yeah. I've, I've experienced that for myself in so many different guises. And for me personally, and, and, you know, for some people, this may be really obvious but it wasn't obvious for me for a very long time mm-hmm. that in order for me to really have what I want, 
I know I've got to do certain things. But in order for me to do those certain things consistently, I'll do them consistently when I have what I want. Didn't even enter my mind that I had to be, I had to become that person first. Yeah. Yeah. And becoming that person is so incredibly important because particularly as women, when when people say, well, who are you? I know for me in the past, in different work situations, I might have said, oh, I'm a coach or different situation. Oh, I'm a mother of a child born with a cleft or I'm a, I'm a wife or I'm a HR professional or I'm a whatever. But I was defining myself by all my roles yeah. <laughs> that I undertook. And when I left corporate land, I, I had, it, it almost felt like I went into a crisis because I lost my identity. Identity. Okay. I lost the job title. I lost the kudos. I lost the whatever came with that, that my ego clearly loved and craved and needed because it felt. Yeah. And I lost, and, and I didn't have the self-worth. So what I really love about this card coming up is it is about the voice of your body and your soul, but it's, so then it's a voice of who you are, the voice of your truth of who you are and choosing what you desire. So we can choose what we desire, but quite often, like you said, we will shrink our desires and we'll yeah. make them acceptable. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. it be acceptable to the people around us because we don't want to lose them. And and actually, for you know, we we can be afraid of how amazing and expansive we really are. Yeah, because we think we might lose people around us, perhaps. Um so I've, yeah, I think I've, I've done a, I've been on a quite a journey, I think myself with this one. Being free to be me. Yeah. Being free to be me. Voicing my true desires, needs. Voicing my ideas and opinions without fear of judgment or fear of rejection. And from my own experience and from those that I've worked with, the journey to get there is to be allow yourself to become. So it is all that inside job. It is an inside job massively. Like I was just know. gonna say to you, what would you pinpoint that, you know, is there a couple of things that you did that got you to that point or is it just, you know, a combination of things over time? I think it's a combination of things over time, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But I think the number one thing that I worked on for myself was my own self-concept. So, you know, that's that's our, you know, self-ideals. Mm-hmm. Who do we desire ourselves to be? Because we can create ourselves to be whoever we want to be. And I'm talking from a non-egoic perspective here. I'm talking from, a, you know, when you're in your in your highest expansive kind of state of being where you have everything that you want you wave your magic wand you know like you do looking at goal setting I do something very similar you know and you know becoming the ideal you you know creating that but that's all about your being 
So it's your self-concept, who you want to be, um, who you choose to be. Um, you know, the qualities that maybe you see in other people. Yeah, that you would really love to have for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I may add that if anyone sees qualities that they see in other people, they think, oh, I'd really love to be like that. That they've actually already got it inside of them because if they didn't, they wouldn't be able to see it in other people. Interesting. Okay, I like this. Already there. Yeah. Okay. So growing your beingness is really yeah. key. Yeah. When you know who you are, you know your values. When you know your drivers, so what drives you, like under the skin, what really drives you? And mm -hmm. some of that may be understanding, you know, we, we all have an ego. It's part of our, it's our human vehicle. Our body is our human vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Have an ego. So when we, when we understand ourselves to the point where we know our dysfunctions, yeah, we know perhaps what our triggers are. We know situations that will trigger us and we're able to work with those, to manage those, to make choices to, you know, either work with those or to avoid situations where those are going to come up. Yeah. yeah. That enables us to make choices and it's about, powerful choices about ourselves and what we're doing so self-ideals self-worth self-confidence you know knowing who you are knowing yeah. your value in the world knowing how you make a difference and, and that's how you would start so anyone listening would be able to sit with a pen and paper or their phone if they prefer to kind of record themselves speaking as opposed to writing or typing and they're the three things you would say would be the best tools to kind of focus on to begin with. Definitely, definitely. And in fact, I'd go so far as to, and this is something that is really fun thing I, I do with um, my clients, um, is have them create their own magnificent me. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Create a magnificent me. And this magnificent me is the version of you that you aspire to be, and it's going to include in there all your natural gifts and talents, the beautiful essence of who you already are. Yeah. That you might, you know, shy away from allowing that bit of you to come out now and again for whatever reason, and read out your magnificent me statement on a daily basis. Start your day with, I see, hear, feel, and know that I am, I am, and you 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 read your magnificent me statement that you've created. Yeah. Sounds and that's, really empowering. Yeah, it's powerful. That it's, with a cup of coffee or tea in the morning is bound to set anybody up for the day, right? <laughs> absolutely. And yeah. so when you set yourself up and you're in that state, that expansive state, and then it comes to you, you know, starting to take action on your goals, you're actually approaching them with an expansive beingness you know of being the person who will do and take the action that is required for then you to have what it is that you want to have whereas if we go into things with a shrunken and a small beingness you know maybe in our limited me instead of my magnificent me okay <laughs> we're not yeah gonna we're gonna go half half-hearted into things we're not gonna believe we're and whatever our mind thinks is is going to be true because that's how our mind works. If we think we're amazing, we're amazing. If we think we're awful, well, then we're going to show up awful. 
that inner voice, isn't it? That manifestation. Absolutely. Definitely. So why not wake up and be, you know, the person that you really are using the, you, you know, the voice of your body and your soul and choosing the life that you absolutely desire to live? Because we all have choices. We don't have to make our bed and lie in it. As mm -hmm. I and was brought up to believe, can't yeah. change your mind. You can't go back on your decisions. Actually, you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert, it's not true. <laughs> You've oh, heard yeah. it here first. Absolutely. Because whoever you are now is not the person you were five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the past That's doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it's interesting because we, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting when we don't allow ourselves to be who we really are. I had one of my amazing mentors said to me um, with something that she was helping me with. She said, Cassie, I want you to imagine that you are standing in the ocean with the water lapping around your waist. So listeners and EJ, imagine you are standing in the water in the ocean mm -hmm. with the water lapping around your waist and just imagine those waves lapping up against you and it's such a beautiful sunny day out there it's just gorgeous and you've got a beach ball so in my mind I can visualize a beach ball that um, has lots of different colors you know all around it and it's a beautiful big beach ball and it's quite firm because I've, I've managed to blow it up well and I've stuck the you know the uh, the thing inside so the air doesn't pop out very easily yeah and now I'm going to push that beach ball under the water and I'm going to hold it for as long as I possibly can so I want you in your mind's eye to do exactly the same just hold that beach ball down under the water and keep it down there for as long as you possibly can yeah mm. so how does that feel while you're pushing that beach ball down for as long as you can Starts to get a bit tiring after a while, doesn't it? Because the tide is still, you know, you've still got that flow, that lapping of the water. Yeah. And you're really pushing against that resistance for the ball to just pop back up. Yeah. Really, really pushing. Indeed. It takes up a lot of energy. It takes up a lot of effort. It takes up a lot of everything that you possibly have. Yeah. Down. And actually, if you just let go of the beach ball, what's going to happen? just going to float and there's going to be this huge sense of relief yeah there's so much ease right <laughs> yeah it was really nice actually to close my eyes and imagine that at the same time yeah so as long as we're all stood in the water holding our beach balls under the water we are limiting ourselves we are not choosing what we want we are in resistance and when we're in resistance what resists persists right okay yeah yeah so let your beach ball go <laughs> yeah stop resisting create more ease and it's so much easier to be the truth of who you are instead of pretending to be who you're not and so many of us pretend to be small <laughs> yeah and it's not true we're not yeah we're really not would you say that that is perhaps an age and experience thing? What, the being small? 
yeah that or that kind of resistance or that feeling like you should be contained no I think it's a I think it's something that we pick up at a very 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 young age yeah very young age we're taught and conditioned to limit ourselves it's like I remember as a child being told off because I saw things as I saw things right and it's like you can't you can't say that I told the truth yeah (laughs) shh you might offend somebody I wasn't being offensive I was just telling the truth true I was saying something as it is and we don't as is situations these days no you tiptoe around yeah because yeah. we don't want to we too you know we yeah we 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 don't want to seem too big we and particularly as women you know how many i wonder how many of our listeners listeners have ever applied for or been been perhaps job searching for example and they've been looking at job adverts looking at it thought, oh yeah i can do that yeah i can do that yeah i can do that mm, not sure about that not sure about that not sure about that so they take themselves out of the picture yeah they could quite easily do 80% of the job brilliantly. They'll take themselves out of the game. And we do that. We take ourselves out of the game too quickly, too easily. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the biggest learning, therefore, that I've had is our beingness. Yeah. Create your magnificent me. And if you don't know how to create magnificent me, the easiest way to do it is Think about all the things that you don't like about yourself. Write them down. Think about all the things that you do like. Think about all the things that you're really good at. Think about all the things that mm, you don't think you're that great at. And start to compile a list. And where there's a negative, reframe it. Yeah, that'll give you a clue as to where you are good. It will start to trigger your brain as to actually where your natural gifts and talents really are and think about it different guises you know so if you're a mum who are you as a mother who are you as a wife or as a partner who are you as a friend yeah who are you in whatever it is that you do at work because we're multifaceted aren't we this is the thing I think we forget that we have as women we have so many roles that we play so many roles that it's easy to find fault in one of them and think that we're rubbish at all the rest as well like just like that instantly oh well if I can't do this one thing right then I must be naff at every aspect of life all of the hats that I wear yeah and then we tend to look at ourselves as if we're in like a a silo that is mirrors just on the inside so all we see is ourselves and nobody else (laughs) Mm -hmm. And actually, if you took those mirrors down and you stood in a room with a group of people, and I used to do this when I worked in corporate, we used to do some profile um, profiling tests and things, personality tests. Yeah. And, you know, it's recognising that in a group of people, even in your family, you're going to have somebody who's got a winning formula of being amazing at this. And you might have a losing formula of, you know, it's not a natural thing for you. You struggle, you don't like it. Yeah, you wouldn't class yourself as being competent, maybe, at it. Mm -hmm. Whatever your winning formula is, 
the and it's going to be you know that's going to be a winning formula for somebody's losing formula right have a losing formula there's going to be somebody who has a winning formula in that area as well yeah collectively together we can create flow and we can win if we stop working against other people and actually work with other people we can create even more things Mm. yeah and we can show up in the world as the truth of who we really are in our amazing magnificence instead of working against things this is something i'm gonna have to try you know yeah yeah magnificent me i like the sound of it it's really cool it is incredibly cool yeah i'll guide you through one yeah fab yeah it is any last words then for the people listening based on lilith our card for today i think the biggest thing here for me is that we all have a choice we get to choose how we define ourselves. And however we define ourselves will, will be determine how we show up in life and will also determine the outcomes that we create. And we're actually magnificent creators. We will have all created what we don't want. Many of us will have created something that we do want. All of us will have done, in fact. Yeah when we get even more intentional about being the best possible version of ourselves and accepting ourselves for who we really are, we can actually create magical, magical outcomes for ourselves, which then have an ongoing impact on the world around us. Yeah. Powerful stuff. How about you? Any thoughts? Um, yeah, closing thought for me, I guess, is just kind of reiterating what I said earlier in that there's there's got to be a holistic approach, which is obviously why we're doing this podcast as well. There is no one size fits all. And sometimes you have to look at, look at it from a different perspective or a different angle or through a different keyhole. Hmm. So don't just rely on your body or your mind or your spirit or, you know, try and incorporate all of them. Sometimes one is going to feel stronger than the other and one is going to feel more in tune with you. So don't fight against it if it doesn't feel, you know, if something doesn't feel quite right. And again, I revert back to the gut. Always mm -hmm. trust your gut. But if something feels like it's forced or it's not quite as natural or organic as normal, mm -hmm. just switch your perspective a little bit yeah absolutely absolutely yeah definitely and sometimes it's much easier to change perspectives when we change our environment so we're if an environment if we're in an environment that kind of encourages us to stay small and therefore have a small perspective on things mm. oh go somewhere a bit more expansive go go where you feel limitless you know whether it be out in nature or whatever it is for you because we're all very very different and just have a think about, you know, what what does the life that I truly desire, what does that look like? And if you don't know, just have a little think about, well, you know what? If you could create whatever you wanted to create. And, you know, it's a bit like a genie's just come out of the lamp. <laughs> Your wish is my command. 
<laughs> yeah what do you wish for yeah what do you wish for what do you desire yeah write it down and create an intention to create it it might not appear straight away but over time yeah if you're open to that um you can create magical things fab and if anyone's willing to share i think all three of us would love to um hear some responses based on what we've talked about today cassie yeah definitely definitely so please feel free whether it's a comment on the the video or the podcast itself or um by dropping us an email and um, we love to hear everyone's insights so um yeah let's see what it, it grew up for other people today awesome amazing i'm looking forward to it fab it's been a pleasure you'll find links to everything we've mentioned in this episode via the show notes along with ways you can connect with each of us and put forward any questions or suggestions you'd like featured in future episodes. Thanks again for listening. We really look forward to having you join us next time.